When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Shahan Mihan. Oh, very good. Very good. That was an inspired pronunciation of my name, Connor. In terms of how I'm doing, uh, a little bit pissed off. We've been talking for about 20 minutes, and yeah. the road outside my house, deathly quiet. Deathly you quiet. You start the intro, and immediately, like, four cars go past. Yeah. It's like they're waiting. <laughs> they're all parked around the corner, waiting yeah. for what's going on, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I flick on the on-air light. That I've wired up to the local street I lamps. told you that. I told you to put that down. <laughs> told no, you just alert How people. else will people know that I've made it, Connor? Uh, and then just say, yeah, like a fucking illegal street race is going to happen outside my house one of these weeks. Are you saying there's a Tokyo Drift happening outside your house right now? A bit now? of a Tokyo Drift. I think I saw Han. <laughs> Cuban nuts. Oh, no. <laughs> I've seen half of that movie, it'll be fine. Uh, Sean, this is Weird News Wednesday, what do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, uh, a man who's been too busy adjudicating illegal street races to actually read any weird news. How do you adjudicate a street race? Is it just you wave a flag and at the end you wave another flag? It is largely the flag at the start, that's Mm. true. Uh, but there's a lot of there's a lot going there's a lot of crowd work you know because the people at the starting line they're going to lose interest very quickly (laughs) who here likes cars (laughs) hands up give me a C (laughs) I want this side to say vrum and this side to say vrum and we'll do it back to back (laughs) (laughs) just me in the middle of the racetrack (laughs) and someone's like I hope I want the cars him (laughs) when they come back around (laughs) Oh, this is going to be great. And that keeps the crowd on their toes. Well, oh. I'm a great hype man for racing. People are going to bring you in to MC their races, I think. I think so. I think so. I think I'm... I'm look, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that I'll be the best commentator in the business, yeah. but in many ways You're I already am. You're not going to not say it. Yeah. I'm not going to not say it. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we're going to start off with our news this week. Now, last week was a bit different um, because we did our very special... Weirdest gifts for 2021 for all of your loved ones that you can get this holiday season. That's true. We got a lot of messages saying I no longer have any loved ones. So (laughs) we solved all your problems. It wasn't I no longer have any problems with presents. It was I no No. longer have loved ones to get presents for. Exactly. So And look, I know that might seem sad, but think of it. You've just saved yourself. Hmm. How much do you spend on Christmas presents every year? Multiply that over your entire life. Oh, oh we've boy, saved you to... billions. Oh, I've saved you hundreds. Hundreds of your <laughs> over your whole life. And not just that. Birthdays, weddings, christenings, <laughs> funerals, probably. 
Oh, it's all out of your hair now. <laughs> You see, we're we're looking out for you. All you gotta do is just have no friends, and suddenly the world opens up, lads. That's all I'm saying. Oh, are we pitching a cult? Is that what's happening? I, right I think now? we might yeah, join us. Join us, and you'll no longer have money issues. We're all you need, guys. We have a Patreon. Uh. We have a pyramid scheme. It's on the Patreon. <laughs> Um, so Sean we're starting off weird news this week with a story from last week that I seen and wanted to talk about but because we were doing the presents we had to we had to hold back an extra week and a lot of the stories this week were ones that really caught my eye that so there might be a few a few days extra um that they've happened before but we can still get to them because they happened in December it wasn't like last like July, <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. fine. I'll be honest, Con, even if it's last December, I'll take yeah. that. That's you, fine. You'll take me. it. You're it's fine. still themed. Um, bomb squad called after a man gets admitted to hospital with World War Two bombs stuck up his arse. What? <laughs> How do these things happen to these people? There's been a lot of stuff shoved up places recently. The bomb squad was called to a UK hospital after a man was admitted with a World War II explosive stuck inside his arse. A spokesperson for the Gloucester Royal Hospital explained how a patient had presented with a munition in his rectum. Is that a thing? Munition? A munition. Yeah, munition. is it's, it's something that's fired, I believe. No, not uh, ammunition. A no, munition. munition. Yeah, no, munitions. Like, you get supplies of munitions, which are like missiles oh. and things. Like, a, a cannonball is technically a munition. Fucking hell, your, your pirate love has kind of come out. I did not know oh, that. I, I told you. It's, uh, eventually mm. it would come in handy, and I'm vindicated. Staff were concerned that the explosive could still be live. Oh, f- fucking hell. Oh, <laughs> my was... God. Imagine having Very, a bomb up your arse, and that's the least of your problems. You'd be walking to hospital like the Pink Panther, wouldn't you? Like <laughs> a very gentle stroll. Like, like this is bad, but it could also be worse it if could, anything happens. It could get much worse any minute. Like that's mm. like you know, like oh man, not to not to bring in toilet humor, but like you know, you'd have like a risky fart, and you don't know which way it's going to go. <laughs> that's the riskiest one of all. Because you could die and kill everyone with you. <laughs> oh, oh! How did your how did your father die? God, I'm so sorry to hear. What happened? You're not gonna you're not gonna believe. It. If I say the words "risky fart" to you, what do you think of? Because I have a fucking other level. I thought he went into hospital for a routine procedure. Oh, he did. But this oh, other yeah. lad. <laughs> <laughs> this other lad showed up and he had a few onions earlier in the day and it was not looking good. I mean, I've heard the term explosive diarrhoea, but my oh, lord. I mean, um, according to the newspapers, the patient explained that he had, and Sean, I think you're going to like this, slipped and fell onto the artillery shell, which was two inches wide and was part of his military mil- memorabilia collection. I'm um, Why? How? I don't think... What's the position that that thing is stored in that you can easily slip and fall onto it? And it falls through jeans? Like- ah, the, yeah. <laughs> I never even considered that. But yeah, the idea is he has to have just been out of the shower. Yeah. And he's, at ho- he's home alone. He's just out of the shower. The phone rings. He has to go answer the phone. And he doesn't even have time to get a towel. It's a whole thing. He answers yeah. the phone. Yes, no, I, I don't want any issues. I'd love to join your pyramid scheme. Just give me five minutes. I can't hear you. You must be louder. I'm only wearing a towel, he said. And yeah. That doesn't go with what I just said, but that's fine. But <laughs> so. then he, he simultaneously picked up like a bottle of oil and this, this munition uh, yeah. and spilled both of them together. Together. And then accidentally went, oh, Slipped and on fell the oil. backwards and on, onto the bomb. Just perfectly aligned so that it went right up there. That's yeah. A, it's a very... It's a very... Uh, so it's it's like the Death Star, you know? Like, it's a very narrow opening to <laughs> you cause so much weakness. damage. It's a, it's a two-inch wide exhaust port in his body. <laughs> but... Where's I, Luke Skywalker when we need him? Oh, Mark Hamill would sort this right out, I guarantee <laughs> yeah. it. But the the thing is... For this man to be vindicated, and look, if he, if he wants to shove it up up him, that's fine. 
do what you want. Make sure it's not live would be my only suggestion. I wouldn't. Uh, I just wouldn't use a bomb. I just feel like. Yeah. I feel like there's an ad level danger you don't need. But so, uh, well, maybe he does, Connor. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> he maybe it's off all with, that does it now. <laughs> he started off with bombs that were clearly not working. <laughs> yeah. And it lost all its trail. And so he just had to buy a, a untested bomb off of eBay. <laughs> Give me just, one nuclear bomb, please. <laughs> oh, the. No, that's too big. <laughs> <laughs> bigger, bigger, too big. <laughs> Take too big. it back. Step it back. Step one back. Uh, I, to, like, vindicate himself that it is an accident, this man needs to post pictures of the pants he was wearing at the time. Well, the patient it, explained, Sean, that he had slipped and fell onto the artillery shell, which was, of course, two inches wide. The guy said he found the shell when he was having a clear-out of his stuff. He said that he put the shell on the floor and then he slipped and fell on it and it went up his arse. But, uh, the, why would you place it pointing up on the floor? What do, I, I don't know what a, an, a, an artillery shell looks like. Uh, and it I was feel 17 like I, centimetres long by 6 centimetres wide. <laughs> what? Gee, then the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. It was typically fired from six-pounder anti-tank guns. What the fuck? There's so okay. Some of these are massive. I'm gonna Google. I'm gonna put seventeen centimeters on the end of this. Yeah. And yeah, that looks about right. That looks yeah. like a cartoon artillery shell. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the roadrunner being hit by one of them. Absolutely, you can. But yeah. Roadrunner from the front, I'd imagine it's a kids' show. Yeah. But. <laughs> Like, <laughs> that was a deleted episode. Fucking so beep, beep, indeed. <laughs> beep, beep, indeed. Mm. Oh, wait, I think I found it. I think I found the actual... <laughs> what? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Hang on. Hang on. So, it's called a 57mm anti-tank, is what I've worked out here. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, roughly the 60 that he was talking about. And then there's a photo of it. I would encourage anyone to Google 57mm anti-tank. I'm going to send this to Connor right now. Oh, it's popular. Because it's compared to a man's hand and it looks ridiculous. <laughs> He's seen it, Holy ladies and Holy shit. That's too it's, big. It's too big. Like, look, and look, I, I, look, the length, manageable, I would call it. But <laughs> the sheer girth of the thing. I don't think he fell. He fell on it. I don't. Th- no, no, he didn't, Connor. Because th- th- <laughs> there's no way that smoothly enters. Is what I'm saying. Oh like, no! Especially, yeah. I think that's the actual one. That's the and it's hard to ex- it's hard to explain how it so smoothly we did without following it up. When we lubed it up first, because then you didn't fall. Exactly. No, and that like it's. It's like rusted a bit as well. Like there, there's a texture. <laughs> it wasn't to it. rusted before it went. <laughs> <laughs> Brand new. Brand new fucking shell. It's like how coal turns into diamonds under pressure. <laughs> just, this man has destroyed the stainless steel. <laughs> <laughs> that had shit and jewellery. Everybody quick. <laughs> That's. I know. I, I, Okay, did they determine whether or not it was live? Could this man have killed everyone? Because uh, this upon, is designed to take out a tank, by the way. So upon inspection, uh, they ensured that there was no risk to the bomb, that they ha- it had been discontinued. Okay. So, But okay. there was a risk because he said, there's a bomb in my arse. They, of course, have got to check that out because I feel like, self-explanatory, we could all die. Yeah, and like... There must be some part of, like, the attending physician is like, this is a joke, surely. And, like, then when they do the x-ray, God help them if they fucking put them in an MRI machine. Oh, no. But if they they deem, they do the x-ray, they deem, okay, there is something lodged up there. But then they have to call the army. 
yeah, there's that. There, there's the call. The call comes in to these lads who are all yeah. in my head. They're all training, like they're all out in the course, like doing these <laughs> fucking badass. Dr- and the general gets a call. General, <laughs> you're not gonna like this. Are we under attack? Worse. Much, it's worse much than worse. that. And then he just like does the two finger whistle in his mouth, and all of the soldiers come running at once. Just like we, <laughs> we trained for this boys. <laughs> we got a cold brown. <laughs> This is what we've been training years for. Like, because... The thing is... Because... Uh, sorry, I keep saying the thing, because there's so many elements to this story. Yeah. But they don't generally just send... Like, if it's, like, the bomb defusal side of things, they don't send in a man to do that. They send in a robot. Yeah. So, did they send the robot in? Because did, did they have to take it out of your man's arse first, or do they have to dis, do, disarm it inside? The doctor took it out first. Right. Okay. Yeah. And and then they took a look at it to see what. And then they took a look at it. Jeez, you'd be a fucking brave doctor, wouldn't you? <sighs> Fuck me! Like you're at the you're at the end of a forty-seven hour shift. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, gotta stick this bomb out and take this bomb out of this guy's arse. Like, there's oh, there's no reason this could happen. Make preparations. Get something with like a, 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 a I was going to say with a lead on it, but that's a, <laughs> a dog. A dog. No, don't, don't put a dog. Oh God, no. Oh no. Make oh, sure it's, it's something lads. with a Come lead on. on it. Come on, <laughs> little Timmy. I bought you a puppy. You're never going to believe what it is. <laughs> You it's not under the tree. You hear a very muffled yelp. <laughs> Call the bomb squad. <laughs> I put a bomb up the dog's arse before I put it in my... <laughs> See, I just a bomb in my arse. Sir, this looks like a dog. No, the dog ate the bomb and then, well, <laughs> at show me who's boss. You don't want to know. <laughs> I need to show him I was the bomb. I'm the bomb now. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. So, just if you think you're having a bad day, I love the idea of he. There's the moment after, clearly, and I don't want to put words in this man's mouth, mm. or or maybe assume things. But this was definitely no accident, first of all. But he has to reconcile with the fact that at a certain point, he has to go to the hospital. And his story is always, I slipped and fell yeah, on the bomb. On the way, you're definitely thinking, they're never going to believe this. Like, they they hear this all the time. But how long do you think, how, do you, how long do you try yourself to remedy the situation? <laughs> I, I think you try for, oh, I'd say hours. I think, uh, yeah. Because the, the guilt for the other side, the shame, would be like, sh- well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to get out of this myself. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I, I'd give it a good couple hours before trying it. And, I, I mean, do you, get, do you walk? Do you get a taxi? You don't drive yourself, surely. <laughs> you cycle. <Can> you- <laughs> oh, God, no. no. <laughs> Optimum mode of transport for that would be an electric scooter. Because you can just stand up the whole way. Good. That's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, conversely, man. one of those Hannibal Lecter trolleys that you're rolled in on. <laughs> From home. Yeah. But the mask is over your arse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're facing the wrong way. And it just have his trousers pulled out and the mask over his arse. And everyone's just like, that's very strange. Oh, it's to stop him from eating anything oh, else. <laughs> Has a mind of its own. It'll eat any bombs you have. Oh, I love this story so much. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so, Sean... Look, this man's had a bad day, but I felt like we need to start with that because that story I read and I was just like, you know, you get the face of like, yeah, all right. (laughs) Yeah, he fell. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Um, What I want to do now, though, is I want to move on to another article that caught my eye for a completely different uh, reason. And that is because journalism, Sean, now this might have surprised you, but journalism, they've finally Mm. run out of things to talk about. 
So, By God, I knew it would happen eventually. So this this show is interesting because I would always try and pick the funniest stories of like, oh, these are what the weird, this is the weird stuff going on in the world. But this is one of the rare incidences where the story itself is so ridiculously dumb and shouldn't be written. It becomes weird news because somebody has to approve this. And it had to go through several layers of editors going, yeah, no, people will want to read that. I like how you've gone into postmodernism with your weird news. Where it's just like, <laughs> the news is what's weird these days. <laughs> Listen to me, sheeple. The news. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> because you don't see the headlines that I see, Sean. For I example, don't, by design. Let me, let me give you just possibly a Pulitzer Prize winning article here um you've got you've got some very deep philosophical articles but just at the end rounded out the nominees is the headline crucifixion of jesus appears inside tangerine or is it spider-man <laughs> fuck's sake this is horrendous on so many <laughs> levels because it's christmas so <laughs> so they're just it's like the ultimate like search engine optimized headline of 2021 is like Jesus yeah. and Spider-Man. Yeah. And I want to say the first article or the first sentence of this article might be top five lines in any article we've ever read on this show. Really? Even the hat one? Jesus often appeared in bread, a frying pan and other household objects in the past. But hasn't popped up as much recently. Perhaps a symptom of Earth's materialism and greed. (laughs) Wow. You're going to use that line while writing this article. Designed to get people to click on it. Fuck me. The the story is, there's a a lad shared some photos of his tangerine and when he pulled it apart it looked like a Christ-like figure was suspended from the tangerine now, as we're if not hanging saying Christ, on the cross it said um, ta- look first of all yeah, tangerine on. Jesus excellent Tang- name for an indie band excellent name yes uh, I'm going to look up a picture of said tangerine, tangerine that <laughs> a full article shot full article on that my god it's it's creepy isn't it it's creepy how christ like it is you know the more you look at it the more it looks like slender man did you say slender man or spider man because spider man was one of the options in the headline yeah. but uh, it look I, I'll, I'll be honest it looks less like spider man than jesus but it also doesn't look like jesus <sighs> i mean but you it know just what the looks thing like about- you- it looks like the inside of a tangerine. That's what that looks like. But when you think about it, Sean, though, Jesus was always popping up in bread, frying pans. Which was I'm, he, though? Frying pans and other household objects. But the problem is materialism and greed has made sure that Jesus has gone, no more frying pans for me. Now only tangerines will be where I'll make my appearances. I mean, maybe, it, maybe look, and maybe there is a connection here because, like, the the it's an I, it might be an Irish thing or it might be a like worldwide thing, but like, you used to always get an orange at Christmas. That used to be like the thing, right? That's a, it's a, it's a you're right. You sound thrilled by that. It's a holdover <laughs> from the war. You used to get yeah. my dad used to like get oranges at Christmas and things like that. So maybe Jesus is now saying back to oranges. Like, you don't need a PS five. You don't yeah. need. Heroes for Hire hoodies, t-shirts and bags available let's in the not, link below. Let's not go crazy. No, all you need is your vitamin C. Uh, and vitamin, vitamin Christ. Vit- vitamin, vitamin Christ. The very same. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually what it's called. And not a lot of people know that. But, however, Gene from Vineland admitted that he did slightly alter the image of the Son of God. As originally, his legs were also connected to the segments, as if he were doing a star jump, rather right. than being crucified. So Jesus also did the exercise. Not a lot of people know that. Right, but, but, but fuck it. Okay, so he looked more like St. Andrew on the cross. Uh, 
I believe he one of them had a fucking cross that was just an X. But uh, I thought, sorry, I thought of another pun. Uh, Capri, son of God. There we go. <laughs> uh, but I'd like to return now to yeah. this man tampering with evidence. Yeah. Because you can't have a headline, oh, it looks like Jesus appeared in this orange, and say, the man made it look like Jesus appeared in the orange. Yeah. That's that. That's just nothing. I, I mean, this is... This is, might be the stupidest article we've covered all year. I think so. It's like... Because it's not just... It's not a nothing story. But it's... Oh, it is. It, so, sorry, yeah. But like, it's not like... It, it's not like there's anything um, of merit in it. But they're they're talking about it like it's the second coming of Christ. Like. Yeah. And so, so far... All, They've gone so far as to the one of the last few lines in the article is that people are now concerned about how much the blessed tangerine could be sold for, Sean. Um, how much would you pay for Jesus Christ's Super Orange Star? Uh, the sequel to Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, of course. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'd probably buy a bag of tangerines for like two euro. <laughs> so... What, you're talking maybe 10 tangerines to a bag? Yeah. So 20 cent I would pay. But this has also been peeled and opened and handled. Used, so I probably it's wouldn't a used tangerine. It's a used tangerine. I don't, no one wants a used tangerine. But what about the, the, the Spider-Man and the Jesus Christ inside? Well, look, Spider-Man, as we all know, featuring in the upcoming film... No Way Home. Do you think Marvel have doctored this image so that people now think this is a promotional tool for Spider-Man I mean, No Way Home? They're all about that viral marketing, you know. Mm, but, and yeah. what's what, 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 what's more talked about at Christmas time than, than Christ, you know? <laughs> than tangerines. Than tangerines, the, of course. What's the hottest topic these days? It's tangerines. We all know that. And so they've, market, they've, they've banked in, I'd say. Prefer Satsuma myself. If I was to pick an orange, yeah. you know, you can't you can't choose when Jesus Christ Himself appears to you, though, Sean. Yeah, no, just... no, 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 no. But I would argue that Jesus, being all powerful, could appear in whatever the fuck. He could appear in multiple <laughs> things at once, you know. He could also make it so that his legs didn't stick to the sides. But here we are. <laughs> Look, there's people are like he's coming back. I love the idea that. He's chosen a tangerine. <laughs> this is the big debut, boys. We're back. Isn't there shit in the Bible, right? That when Jesus comes back, there's like choirs of angels and horses raining down and things like that. And also a rapture. That also happens. Uh, Not great. Maybe but some kind of global does it plague. Mention, does it mention the tangerine? Doesn't mention the tangerine. Were tangerines big at the time of the Bible? I can only assume no. That's you know it's I don't know enough to dispute you, Connor. So, congratulations on your correct <laughs> Thank answer. You. Thank you very much. Um, shall we're moving on from the world's dumbest article? I just had to tell you that existed. Um, and if people want to look, if people want to look up that image, they're very free to do so because it made me laugh that that's journalism. Someone got paid to write that. Someone we, got paid. Someone's on salary to write that, probably. Somebody right now listening to this is working in a factory or wor- or like boxing things up on a shift, like hour seven of like a ten yeah. hour shift, or editing Headphones a podcast, in, editing a po- something, anything you're doing, right? <laughs> and you're getting paid. You're just like you're doing it all, and you're working hard. Someone got paid to write that article. Is yeah. is my main point, and so I feel like an uprising is necessary. I mean, like, uh, are we anti-orange now? Is that our, is that our stance? You're not allowed to say that in Ireland. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it, lads. <laughs> I think you're mostly gra- well. I don't. Uh, I'm not a big fan of marching. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of standing up. I don't no. want to. I, f- I slipped and fell on something, I swear. That's such a niche thing. <laughs> People like, what the fuck are they talking about? Um, I know, we're not going into it. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. And this involves a homeowner taking matters into their ho- own hands. Because, here's the thing. You have, an, you have a fight ensuing between an animal and a human. 
Right. Who wins that fight nine times out of ten is normally the animal due to the fact that humans overreact. Because I have homeowner accidentally burns down house in effort to fight snake infestation. I mean, an infestation. Had you said mm. one snake, this man's a lunatic. But an infestation. Mm. Like, if, if the snake, if there's no hope of getting your house back, I would say take as many snakes out as you can. I, you're, you're thinking like grenade last stand. I was literally option. thinking grenade. I was like, yeah, like I am legend kind of scenario. <laughs> you go in, you blow them all up and take them all with you. Yeah, it's because it's your house. You can do it. I don't actually. If you buy a house, I'm pretty sure you don't just get free reign to like set it on fire. I, I, I think it's frowned upon. I mm. don't know the ins and outs of it though. No, no, I'm not a, I'm not a homeowner myself. Uh, I am. A, I certainly a can't burn down the though. rented house. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried. They don't let you, Sean. <laughs> Weird fireproof walls. <laughs> That's where they get you. Um, A Maryland homeowner accidentally burned down a house um, a few weeks ago while attempting to use smoke to get rid of a snake infestation. Pete logic. um, uh, is one of the officers and and the other first responders uh, were sent to this property on Thursday to investigate. The homeowner was apparently using smoke to manage a snake infestation. Manage. Manage implies... He was just surviving. Yeah, like he's not on top of things, but he's managing, you know. Like, if anyone asks, no, I don't need help, I have it all under control, but silently he's a bit stressed. Yeah, Yeah, like if he misses one day, then he loses forever. You know, he has to be always on it. It is believed that the heat source was too close to the to the combustible that caused the fire in the walls and the ceiling area, unbeknownst to the homeowner at the time, uh, Pringer Fuck. said in, in Friday's note of the incident. The fire began in the basement, and by the time the firefighters extinguished the flames at the large single-family home, an estimated $1 million in damage had been done to the house. Oh, God. So what was it? The insulation or something in the walls caught fire? Apparently what happened was he had snuck down to the basement with some sort of flamethrower-like object and had tried to smoke them out by setting small fires around the area. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? (laughs) I know what it will do. Small fires in the basement. Do you think this was his first attempt? Like, Like, do you think he had been trying for years to get rid of these snakes and he had finally had enough and he resorted to smoke or do you think he saw a couple of snakes and then said I'm going to go get some matches I think and now correct me if I'm wrong but what's the first thing they tell you when smoke happens where do you go What what's healthier you get close to the ground and begin oh, yeah, crawling yeah. what does a snake always do Sean Close to the ground and crawls, Connor. I think if it comes to human v snake smoke inhalation, I think the snake has an inbuilt advantage. I don't think you're getting out of there. He also started the fire in the basement, and fire, as we all know, rises. His fire was down. (laughs) So he's... And the smoke is just going to rise through the house, because that's how smoke works. (laughs) He said a few small fires. Ah, now off to bed. (laughs) Another day done. I mean, this is, look, it's a terrible thing to have happen. But also, don't be starting a few small fires in your house and then going to bed. I, now, I cannot confirm he did go to bed, but I, I love the idea he went down with the flamethrower, sets the few small fires, and there's a second, there's a moment where he thinks, I've won, followed by, God, it's getting a bit smoky in here, isn't it? Yeah, it just, but like, is it not easier to call... Like an exterminate or like animal control or something. How does your house get infested with snakes? I suppose you only need two. And then after that, it's kind of like you're fucked. Well, yeah, I guess so. But where's where's Maryland as well? It might be in Florida. Mm-hmm. Maryland. Oh, it's apparently. Oh, no. No, Maryland is apparently a state. And so Washington is in Maryland. Uh <laughs> We Gosh. don't know anything. We don't know anything. No, the US, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Uh, 
I'm, gonna, I'm on the Wikipedia page. Going to do a Control F for snake. Uh, yeah. No snakes in Maryland, it would seem. Okay, so, not one. Not Thanks, one. David Attenborough. So this man's a liar. Uh, <laughs> he just he likes setting out. fires. He just loves burning down houses. Mm-hmm. Just stand downwind of the flames. Breathe it in. <laughs> so, Sean, I, I don't... I don't know where... Go on. So, sorry, I've done, I've done a, a second... I've looked for a different source than Wikipedia. Uh, Apparently, Maryland is home to 27 species and subspecies of snakes, including the copperhead and the timber rattlesnake. (laughs) (laughs) I love the idea of you going on like a trek and being like, I've checked, lads. No sharks in this ocean. I scroll down to the second result on Google. (laughs) I control F to shark on Wikipedia. Not in here, boys. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Uh, but, oh no, lads, I have bad news. <laughs> Wikipedia lied! Um, <laughs> so, Sean, uh, how do you feel? Like, Is this an overreaction or underreaction? Snake infestation? Are we, are we back in the methods, but not back in the results? I think so. I think so. Now, I, I, I have vouched for one man on this show who burned down his own house. And that was a man trying to get rid of some vampires. I do agree. I think he was possibly the most sane person we've ever covered. Yeah, if you if there's even a threat of vampires, start some fires, is what we say. Because it rhymes, you know? Uh, but... <laughs> we go to schools, and that's yeah. what we preach. <laughs> that's what we teach the kids today. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think... I, I Look, it, there are easier ways to get a snake out of your home. Even several snakes, I would say. And they all involve calling someone to deal with it. If calling someone smarter than you is normally my first go-to, because everybody's smarter than me. Yeah, would you not even just ring up like animal control and be like, look, here, there's snakes in my house. Do you have yeah. any tips? Like the guys who... Do you remember a few weeks ago they were living with all the bees? Yeah, there was like two million bees in their walls. Two million bees. Like, you just don't want to live with that. But call somebody else in. Somebody awesome. smarter than you. Also, you said a few weeks ago, I'm fairly sure that was like eight months ago. About nine months ago, I'm not quite sure. That reminds me, actually. Ladies and gentlemen, we are doing our top ten weird news stories of the year. Um, That episode is coming out in a few weeks at the end of this month. So the last weird news of December will be our top ten weird news stories of the year. So, what we want from you um, in between all of this is I want you to think back if there's one weird news story that you enjoyed throughout the year, um, maybe two or three, anything, send them in on Detective Divelman's discussion group on Facebook. You can send them in on Instagram, on Twitter, basically anywhere you follow us. Even comment them down underneath this episode. Yeah. Feel free. Just send them in because what we're doing is we're putting a list together of like 25. And as we do every single year... Um, I'll stick all 25 in a big poll and you can vote for as many of them as you want and you get one vote. So you can't just keep voting for everything. So you get one yeah. vote and you can click on 10 of them if you'd like. And then at the end of the at the end of the year, we'll have a top 10 ranked the best weird news story of 2021 to the 10th best news story, weird news story of 2021. And we'll do a highlight reel package counting them down. Yeah, and that's always a good episode if you want to introduce people to weird news, because they're all bangers, pretty much. Uh, and it might be recency bias, but I really hope your man with the shell up his arse. That has to make it in somewhere, surely. <laughs> a late addition. Yeah, just coming in on the inside, you know, like, I, I just... It's, it's not his fault he didn't shove it up his arse until December. Uh, sorry, and- that he didn't slip and fall. Okay, so there's 52, well, about 50... Br- brand spanking new episodes to choose from so if you can remember any weird news from any of those 50 episodes god i hope you can even one even if we got one like like. like, not even like i'll take like ah that was all right even that or one you kind of think of and you can still remember to this day be like yeah that was mad you we don't even need like the the headline or anything give us vague details and Mm. we'll figure it out yeah, exactly. Um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news, Sean. And this involves IKEA. Um, oh, and what's own. happened here 
is snow in Scandinavia forces sleepover at Ikea in Denmark. I mean, if you had to be stuck somewhere, it's mm-hmm. got all the facilities. And they're all very efficient. Six customers and 25 employees at an Ikea near the city of Alborg found themselves stranded and forced to spend the night on the beds and sofas of the Swedish furniture superstore in a massive sleepover scenario. <laughs> why, why are they staying on sofas? If, like, surely there's enough beds for everyone. Yeah, there's no way someone was like, oh, we're out with beds. Better yeah, sleep on one of the sofas, You're going to have John. to be on the couch. <laughs> it would split the chairs. Or you, yeah, or do you think like like there was like a couple who had a fight and one of them ended up on the couch? Oh, how how are you going to sleep in the IKEA superstore and you still end up on the couch after a fight? That's yeah, just get another bed, surely, or is it just force a habit? <laughs> you get up and just like I'll go to the couch. It's like you have to walk past fifty beds to get to the other couch. Oh, you man. climb down from your bunk bed, <laughs> <laughs> the race car bunk bed. Why did we choose these? Quality Um, bunkhead. As as up to 30 centimetres of snow fell outside, the group was trapped and forced to, um, oh no, hike, hikey up? What's that? Heeg? Heeg? Yeah, I suppose, something like that. I've never read that word before. Is it an Ikea-based pun? Maybe. um, It up and passed the night. Ikea's vast showroom transformed into the setting for an adult slumber party. Okay, get a bit... Getting a bit getting different a bit, now. Getting a bit saucy, lads. Bit, bit of meatball Danes. sauce. There we go. The, the stranded Danes were drinking beer and coffee and noshing on cinnamon rolls as they watched football together in an Ikea. Sounds pretty chilled out, quite honestly. It wouldn't even be that mad. Like the most, might be one of the most wholesome stories we've had all year. Yeah, like maybe you're, if you have somewhere to be, you'd be a little upset. But I think like in that situation, the story is worth it. Yeah, like you get stranded in Ikea, oh no. But now we just get to sit down and watch the football, eat cinnamon rolls, drink some beers and some like coffee. All, all your responsibilities are gone for the night. It's like you, you if can't you do someone, anything. Yeah, I can't leave. I'm trapped we're snowed here. in. Like, it, we're stuck. Man, also like only six people in the Ikea at the time, aside from the staff. That's a, that's a, that's a strange number. I assume there'd be loads. Right. Maybe it's like either a smaller Ikea or it was just before closing. Also, if it's a snowstorm, That's hard true. to get there. That's very true They're as well, the diehards that turned they're up. They're the diehards, yeah. Oh, yeah, so they're, they're a weird combination of people who would come into a retail store 10 minutes before closing in a blizzard. They're the worst people, you mean? They're the worst people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hang out with these people anymore. No. Um, do you... Here's my question. Is this the plot of every murder mystery movie of all time? I was just going to say, like, if there yeah. was if there was ever a like a non-event to be turned into a film, this is it. And I like and the it's murder called, mystery angle. And it's angle. called I Kill Ya. I Kill Ya. It's very Irish, it turns out. <laughs> uh, Barry Keown, he's in it. Barry Keown. Everyone's going to think he's the killer, but he's actually not. <laughs> he's not, he's uh, a lovely, he's a sweetheart. He's a sweet, he's a sweetheart. Oh, uh, Swede. Like he, uh, he eats a Sweden man's heart. He eats a man's heart. <laughs> but he's a lovely sweetheart. Like, you, you are, you're you well equipped in terms of beds and everything like that. Um, food as well, it seems, and drinks. Entertainment. It just sounds like a quite a nice group hotel room that they end up staying in. Would you become friends with people? Or would it be a t- case of a holiday friend that, well, we should meet up I think from now I, on and then you never speak again? I think it's a holiday friend. Uh, because mm. Also, there's 25 staff there. They all have a rapport already. You, yeah, you're you, uh, kind of intruding. Yeah, it's a different dynamic, you know, so you mm. have to now slot into that. Uh, now, look, the other five customers, presumably you could quite easily get along with because the thing you have in common is that you don't know anyone else at this party okay mm. but the, I think this, I think there would be a, a clear because are the staff obligated to like look after the customers at that point <laughs> are the staff obligated to be nice anymore <laughs> yeah no. I would say that's out the window yeah like but the customer but I think from the customer's perspective if they're the kinds of people I think they are 
they're absolutely going up to the staff all night and asking for things. Like a half four in the morning, just like shaking one of them awake. Hi, do you have this wardrobe? <laughs> Found it online. Yeah, oh, they'd have to complete their purchase at the end. Could, could you Could you just check in the back? Could you? Just check in the back for just me. Check in the back. We don't have a back. It's Ikea, it's all a big warehouse. Whenever I used to work in retail at Christmas, and the thing about that is, if somebody's really nice, like, you're willing to go above and beyond. Oh, yeah. Someone someone comes up and is like, oh, sorry to bother you, can we go? You're like, absolutely no problem at all. But if someone's a dickhead, you, I just take, think it's fun that if they're just like, will you check in the back? No, actually, it's not will you, it's check in the back (laughs) kind of vibe. I will walk to the back. I used to walk through the door. Then I would stop, wait 10 seconds, turn around. <laughs> well, nah, I couldn't, nah, I couldn't find it. Nah, sorry. Not in back there. Nah, sorry, not in back sorry, there. Back there. We're out of that size, unfortunately. Yeah, but like, but by the same token, like, if someone is nice, you'll like, you'll ring around to other shops, be like, I can get it for you. I don't have it yeah. now, but I can get it. But, but if, if, if you're. Yeah, t- it's, it's all about like, you approach them in the right way. These yeah, people yeah. are normally like, yeah, okay, what do you need? Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's like uh, like people like I think people working in retail don't want to be dickheads to people, but like you you have to you, you have to treat them as you want to be treated. Did I ever tell tell you I once had a complaint made against me? Did you? <laughs> and, and when I was working in like this big massive like retail store, they used to sell like all this stuff. It's it it Debenhams I used to work in in Ireland yeah. here. I think they're gone out of business now. But I think they are actually. Like a, yeah. a few years ago, I worked there. With COVID, for Christmas. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to work there at Christmas, and I used to work in the suitcase area section. And so Ooh. a lady comes up. And I'm selling suitcases. And I'm only designed for this area. I don't even know the rest of the fucking store. So she comes up and she says, I'm looking for a snuggle down mattress. And I looked at her and I was like, I don't know where they are. I apologize. But what I can do is, uh, if you just go ask one of the girls at the counter, they will happily tell you where the snuggle down mattress is. And so then I went back to my area. I thought nothing more of it. And so, end of conversation as far I as you that's the were end concerned. Of the, I mean, she said, do you know where they are? I said, unfortunately, I don't. I'm not going to shy talk you here. I don't know. But the very smart people working at the counter definitely know. They will point it out. Yes. That's the end of it. Afterwards, I walk up to the counter for my lunch break. And um, one of the women at the counter who I was very good friends with. And luckily I'd been there for a while. Because if I was new, they would have been like, this guy's a dickhead. But like, she looked at me and said, she made a formal complaint against you. And I went, why? She went, because he didn't know where the snuggle down mattress were. And he didn't help me whatsoever. And I was just like, I, but you asked me a question. And I said, I don't know. <laughs> and I pointed you to where you could get the information. <laughs> But she made like a formal complaint to the manager. Fuck. I, I, I assume nothing came of it, like, because... No, no, the manager just laughed at me. But it could have been, as I was saying, because she knew me, but it could have yeah. been, like, much worse if I was one of the new Christmas staff and she's like, get rid of him. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, if that was, like, your first day and you got a complaint, like, that's yeah. that's not on. It, it made hell. me laugh. So that, oh, so hilarious. Yeah, but then the next person that came up and was like, do you know where something is? I was terrified to be like, no, sorry, I don't. Because <laughs> I don't work in that section. I'm really, truly sorry. <laughs> Genuinely, I'm so dumb. I apologise. But Tell I me. can sell you a suitcase. Put a sword through me right now. <laughs> That's a true story. People, be nice to people at Christmas. Yeah, they, yeah. They if, you, if you take nothing else, just fucking yeah. be nice to everyone at Christmas. There was Oh, actually, there was a lady who walked up to me once and there was, like, four jumpers on a stand and she just looked at me and said, do you have that in a medium? And I said, oh, sorry, we only have what's out on the on the floor because at Christmas you just fuck everything out onto this floor yeah. and everything gets sold. So there's not in the back. So I was like, okay, we only have what's out on the floor. And she looked at me and said, will you check them to see if there's a medium? She was standing a yard away. I was on the other side, like... 20 yards away she was shouting at me to walk over the four, the 20 Jesus yards Christ. and lift up the four jumpers and be like no there's no medium the, uh, sorry just on retail stories I'm after thinking of one <laughs> so I used to work in like a toy shop uh, and Christmas time rolled around and we used to have these big you know, you know beanie babies 
Yeah. We used to have those kind of things, but there was a massive one, and it was a cat with a unicorn horn on it. Ooh, uh, a good one. And Yeah, and this lady comes up and like hands, hands it over to the counter, and she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll have this uh, unicorn. And I was just like making chats, and I was just like, oh, the, the catacorn. And she looks me dead in the eye, and she stops everything, and she just goes, no, it's a unicorn. They look like that when they're babies, so people don't steal them. And I said, all right. And then I carried out the rest of the transaction in silence. And then I bagged it up. I took the money. I bagged it up, handed it over to her, wished her a happy Christmas. And she turned away. She didn't say happy Christmas, Ratten. And I just heard her say under, like, she just went, not a unicorn. (laughs) As she walked out the door. And I'm like, you're fully insane. I've never felt so threatened. (laughs) It's like, oh, weird. Like, you've never felt so small, but also, (laughs) why? (laughs) Why? What was the point of that interaction? How could you possibly have those expertise that she needed? Unicorns aren't real. (laughs) (laughs) You should have shouted that back. (laughs) (laughs) Just run after her in the shopping (laughs) centre. I don't understand. Like... (laughs) Unicorn. It was the tut. The tut got to me. The tut is really what gets you. Yeah, because it's like, What's oh, t- it's she thinks I'm an idiot. Like she'll tell people about this, presumably, and I'll like, be the but idiot. How did, did you hear about the lad in the toy shop in town? Doesn't even know what a unicorn is. The fucking moron. It has fucking whiskers and a cat face on it. Like I was closer than she was. You still think about that. Like, I, I was right. <laughs> I was right. I'll see her someday. And I'll say, and attack I her. was right. <laughs> I just imagine like you walking down the street and an old lady walking, you just grab her by the collar. I was fucking <laughs> right. Do you remember me? Do you remember me? <laughs> just the Kill Bill sirens go off in my head. And I just go into murder mode. <laughs> Go on, tut now, you bitch. Tut now. <laughs> Just shaking an old lady in the street. Oh, sorry, wrong person. God, Jez, oh, I'm embarrassed sorry. now. Sorry, Grandma. Sorry, sorry now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I'll be there for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I will. Sorry yeah, about that. Yeah, no, yeah. God. No, I will be there for lunch. Yeah. Um, so, Sean, enough of our retail stories. This is we. You can tell we used to work in shops, which, I, which yeah. is fun. Um, which is fun. We're finishing off this week with one of the hottest players on the planet, Florida. The sun. Okay, sorry. The sun does hit Florida a lot. Tampa, Florida, Sean. Tampa. Tampa mm. Bay, Florida. From Tampa Tony Bay, Hawk's Florida. Underground. <laughs> yes. I'm well travelled. <laughs> sorry, can I just ask? Name one other thing from Tampa Bay. I thought you could say from Tony Hawk's Underground. I was no, like, no, yes, no, I'm no. sorted. From Tampa Bay. <laughs> from Tampa Bay. Uh, a beach? <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. What, what's the football team called? Uh, the Tornadoes. The tornadoes, the Tampa Bay tornadoes, of course, of course. Tampa um, Bay, yeah. Buccaneers, pirates. Yeah. Ah. Thought you would know. I thought you would know. No, um, sorry, I don't watch foreign sports, Connor. <laughs> or domestic sports. <laughs> or sports. Um, or sports. John, Florida man is not involved in this story. Oh, Florida woman is ah. not involved. Oh, in this story. I'm going to say more vowels. Florida children are involved in this story, Sean. No arrests after hundreds of children involved in brawl at Tampa Trampoline Park. Holy shit. It's like a big fight night. (laughs) Parents who take their kids to a trampoline park in Tampa... Want to know how to how a fight turned into a massive brawl involving hundreds of children at once on trampolines? This park. I mean, it must to be big. I mean, if you have to pick a fighting surface, trampolines is pretty good. Now, I think my favourite uh, interview is with Sandra, Sandra Bermudez, who oh. opens with the classic anchorman line of, "This really escalated very quickly." <laughs> 
It did. It did. One one child said, I can jump higher than you can. Then another child said, you're a prick. And then suddenly we have a murder case on our hands. <laughs> Apparently, they were all having fun. And then, when, and then this lady said, oh my God, really loudly. And I turned around to look. And they're all fighting on the right side of the trampoline park. Bermuda said the fight unfolded while she was at Sky Zone Trampoline Park at Adomo Drive with her nine-year-old son. Um, She's not sure what started the fight, but it quickly got out of control. According to the sheriff's deputies, the melee involved around 200 kids, mostly teenagers, fighting in the trampoline park. This is hilarious. There's a video of this. And it's like, it's like the savannah in Africa. Like, it's just murder going on. It's bedlam. It's pure chaos. And, like, and there's, like, more kids running up to join. And they're, like, try, the staff are yeah. trying to hold them back. Like, can't. imagine, right? And just going back to our stories of retail, you work in the trampoline park at the weekends to pay for your college. And you're just yeah. working your fucking, I don't know, 12 to 7 shift. And about half five, you're like, okay, we got a big party of kids coming in. Yeah, what can you do? And they're all like 17. And they're just like, yeah, I'm just trying to make ends meet to pay for things to go out with my friends. Suddenly you have to hold back 200 children while they try to kill each other. Oh, my God. And like later they run out to the car park. Oh, it spills into the parking lot. Yes. And they begin fighting each other out there. This is fucking hilarious. I mean... Like, and look, they're not like five and six year olds. They're like twelve year olds. It's like you know that yeah, kind of age. Yeah, twelve and thirteen. Yeah, so like they like to be fair to them, they could get a punch, like a, a solid punch behind them. Mm. Uh, you could also do the Hadouken big jump punch. So oh, yeah, you get a lot of power. And if you work with a friend, he can give you extra air time. The double bounce. Yeah. The double bounce. You come in with a Superman punch out of nowhere. Surely you get one good swing. The problem is, you end up in the centre of the brawl. At that point, anything can happen. That's the thing. You like you really want to finish things with that one punch. You want to take out the leader. But I don't think there's like a sides in this. <laughs> I think it's just... Let's Bedlam. all punch each other. It's pure <laughs> chaos. Like, in their head, I take their sides. But if you look at it, it's 200 1v1 each other over yeah. and over again. They're 1v1ing in Rust, but 200. Yeah, like, I don't know how wars were ever fought. Like, with, like, you get confused. You get, I'd get so confused. I would kill everyone <laughs> around me. No, Actually, no, I'd die immediately. I'd, die Im- I'd, I'd get trampled to death by my own horse. I know that's how I'd go. <laughs> but I like to... Do- no, I'd be the lad with the drum, is what would happen to me. Oh, that'd be good. And you'd be doing a solo on the side while they're all fucking <laughs> each other over. But, I, like, everyone's just getting hit by everyone in this. I also love that, like, clearly it's a parent videoing it. So Florida parent has decided that Florida child... Now... I love that Florida child is starting young because Florida oh, man, yeah. Florida woman, they've taken the, the reins all year but now they've passed it on. If a fight breaks out, no matter if you're involved or not, you sprint across the trampoline park, leap into the fight, adding to the 200 stronghold of just killing machines. That's the thing because Florida child needs Florida clout, you know. So <laughs> if, the, if any of those 200 kids now can say I was in that fight and suddenly Apparently, they're... Ranked up. One was briefly detained, but then released very soon after, and the police have made no arrests, because who do you arrest when it's 200 of them? It is the thing, of, like, they can't arrest all of us, you know? Like, gamers also, rise up. <laughs> it's unclear if anyone was seriously hurt, but the brawl had... Fu- so they don't actually know, because I'm assuming they all fought, but then there's the great moment shot. That the fight breaks out and probably goes on for, I don't know, hours. Yeah. And at the end of it, they have to get picked up by their parents or by a guardian of some sort. And they have to wait outside <laughs> with each other. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking get you. I have to go home for dinner. But when I come fucking back, you are dead. That's the thing, because I don't... I, like, I... Because... Like... They would all make little groups. That's when the organisation starts, is out in the car park afterwards. And it's like, here, guys, 
we'll all gang up and we'll destroy this lad. He can't fight five of us, you know? And so now, we, I think they're started a gang war. I think you can trace like a Florida gang war back to this one trampoline park. <laughs> also, if you must know, my battery is running out, Sean. My battery That's is fair. Running out. Oh, here we go. Now, every time he does this, it scuffs the camera for a few minutes. So let's just it see if it not. happens. It does Literally not. every time it We're stops fine. your camera dead. Did okay. I plug in the wrong okay. one? I plugged in the wrong one, Sean. We're going again. Jays, we both did a media degree, didn't we? Oh, and look how well... Well, I suppose it wasn't electrical engineering, to be fair. But, um, oh, he's back. Oh, we got a beat. Back. We got a Cameras, beat. We're back. Camera's still moving. Camera's still Cam- moving. Camera's We're still all moving. good. Oh, I'm all good, lad. I'm all Microphone, good. Microphone, been turned off for 45 minutes, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> it was just all the, the fight talk. My laptop decided it wanted to die. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where kids are fighting each other. I know the feeling, laptop. (laughs) I know the feeling. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just feel like Florida parents, it's tough to pass on your knowledge because Florida child always has, well, what did dad do last week? Because Florida man was up to something. Yeah, I think there's an element to that. I also think that there's some kind of Florida instinct that they're born with. Like, you know they're how, like... they born with, yeah. Yeah, like how a baby elephant is born that knows how to walk kind of a deal. Uh, it could literally be, like... I think this is, like, a pure mob mentality. Like, they just got involved in a mob. Oh, yeah, that, like, they just they just put, a, a, like, a dozen... Or, a dozen, hundreds of, like, young teenagers together. And just, they all, like formed a collective mind of let's kill everything <laughs> <laughs> but each other as well yeah but like it's they must have just been i love the idea that it started over something really stupid like somebody has taken somebody's i don't know game like yeah you stole my ps5 game or i lent that to you last week and you haven't given it back like something real dumb that it's all kicked off I yeah, but also I like that that I don't think that discussion happened at the trampoline park. No, it's been it's that, been building. It's been building and one person said, Right, it's uh it it, it it's teenage trampoline night at, <laughs> at Jump World or whatever the fuck it's called. I'm gonna fucking do him. <laughs> like I gotta get one good hit. He just Assassin's Creed pounces on this man from a trampoline. <laughs> And the other kid has a friend. And so he sees it. And then he piles in. Somebody yeah. else sees that. The domino effect of, what the fuck's going on over there? Oh, fuck, better jump in. Yeah. And like, yeah. Like, but to me, like, the, the 140th kid jumping in being like, well, I guess I should help. <laughs> Just... <laughs> the other 137 couldn't solve it. Us three. If we jump in, we've got this down, lads. Right, boys, we prepared for this. <laughs> Us three. <laughs> They're the Avengers of the group. <laughs> I love the idea that, like, they walk in thinking, we've practiced, we've trained, and they just get swarmed and just, like, eaten immediately by the mob. Yeah, it's like X-Force in the Deadpool, in Deadpool 2. <laughs> it's like, all right, team, we're all ready. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> oh man so yes that is what's going on in florida this week sean florida kids decided 200 strong mob was the only way a fight broke out i I'm, I'm interested to see the problem is i'm glad it happened with them because florida man 200 man fight 199 yeah. deaths i can only assume that's true there's only been uh what 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 was the um there was a there was a mass fight this year and it was to determine the, the one Josh? true, the Josh, the one true Josh. It's the only instance of like two hundred men just fighting for the sake of it that doesn't end in murder. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, uh, Sean. I think that's it for this week's weird news. What a week, Connor! Would you like me to take us out? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and then next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. I saw Waffles kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe last night. Ho, 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 Merry Wafflemas. Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Halley, Ryan Wright Time Evanson, Sean, Grow Your Mo for a Bro Jameson, 
Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Team Irish Walrus Helmroos, Lil Dicky During the Chaos, Kids and Counselors Run and Hide Wherever They Can, McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I Can't Believe One That Did This, Sammy Lucia, Michelle, Good Luck Julie in your volleyball finals, Brown. I do hope those finals went well. Oh, she uh, definitely won. Definitely killed some mm. people in a trampoline park. <laughs> definitely. And, and I am eternally grateful for this podcast. See what I did there, Luke Hoff. Thank you all so, so much for the continued support. If you want to support us like those fine people, Patreon is linked below. There's also a Spreadshirt store. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. Facebook is Detective Divilment's Discussion Group. Head on over there is the easiest way, I think, to vote on the um, the, the weird news that we'll be putting up. Uh, Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. Any questions or queries or anything like that, Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com is the email address. But other than that, the best way to ever support the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. So, so I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Meehan. We shall see you all next week. Bye. Bye. 